0: Hi everybody, Wayne Davey, Spectrum Econs here, and I'm back with another Challenge Series Results video. So we're now up to Challenge 5 of this series, so we're sort of heading into the back end of this now. Um, and we'll probably have the other remaining challenges, 6 and 7, out within just over a week, I think, at this point. So, yep, coming to the end of this. But anyway, before I jump into what this results video is about... Just to tell a little bit more about the challenge series all so every year now we're running a challenge series somewhere around the middle of the year so for this year it was for the month of the two months of july and august and all together there are seven challenges all of the uh, challenges began in july and more or less finished in july as well that's the actual participation stage and August, we have the results of these challenges. So we have seven results posts. And some of these posts contain videos like we have here, and some of them don't. The ones that contain videos is because something needs to be generated in order to determine our winner. And the ones that don't normally relies on how participate, how participants respond to each other. So they're more the game theory type of challenges. So the challenges we have for this year relate to things like demand and supply, selecting what price or what quantity of goods you are selling. Uh, Also relates to like this one here is location theory, where you should put your business in order to get the most number of customers, and also the game theory type of challenges as well. Um, For these challenges, the prizes are reasonably good if the participation is high. So how I've done it is for every participant that enters, the prize increases by five high power. And this continues until we reach a cap of 60 high power. So that would be, if there's 12 or more participants, then the overall prize for that challenge will be 60 high power. In most cases, the winner would get two thirds of that. So that would be 40 high power. And second place would get 20 high power. Along with that comes points as well. So the winner gets the most points, second place, second highest points, and third place also gets some points as well. So you do get something out of that. Um, I think one challenge was an exception, because in nature of the challenge we actually had just the one winner. So that was a little bit um, different. So far, the challenges have been reasonably popular. We've reached 12, I think, on absolutely all of them. The final term I have to check in, but I'm pretty sure it has. So you can see here we have 20 participated in Challenge 5. So that's pretty good, and this is some of the best numbers I've had for my uh, challenges and contests over the years. So I'm pretty optimistic about that, and it seems like the guys are really kind of enjoying this. So, again, there's some incentive to play as well. You are not just win stuff. You also get to have fun figuring out the best strategies in doing this. Uh, another thing as well, um, participants, the first 12 participants get a decent size upvote as well. So your entry gets that. That's, I think it's a fifty, roughly around 50% upvote from my account, which isn't too bad. Um, so, yeah, so plenty of reasons to join in the uh, challenge series. Uh, before I go into um, this spreadsheet here, this model here, just a quick explanation of what the ice cream game is actually all about. So we have a hypothetical island, and on that island we have three beaches, one in the north, one in the east, and one in the west. And these beaches... Are different lengths and they attract different number of potential customers for ice creams so what our participants need to do is decide where they want to put their ice cream stand and the way I've set this up is that you can select uh, locations roughly 100 meters well sorry exactly 100 meters apart so for example you have a beach that's let's say 300 meters or sorry, 200 meters long you'd have location 1 which is 0 Location two at the 200-meter mark, and location three smack in the middle at the 100 mark. So you can see that. So like what we've got here, so we've got the North Beach. So that is 1.4 kilometers. So you'd get um, 15 possible locations for your um, stand. East, um, again, it would be um, 12 locations, and we have eight locations over the west. So, yeah, so altogether, I think we added that up, and... um, add that up to be um 35 if i recall so there's 35 possible locations for the ice cream stand that also caps the number of participants at 35. Uh, no problem here we had 20 participants so even the later entries still have plenty of choice and um to win you need to get as many customers as possible. So you need to have the most number of customers out of all the participants. And how you attract customers is based purely on proximity to the customers. So there's no differentiation in terms of price. You can't set a different price than anyone else. And the quality of the ice cream and the types of ice creams you have are considered all the same. So it's homogeneous. So it's purely about location. And how you attract more is basically being nearest to your customers. So... For this, we've decided that customers will go to the nearest ice cream stand. So imagine you have an ice cream stand, two ice cream stands, 100 meters apart, and you have 100 customers between the two. 50 would go to one, 50 would go to the other. If it was like 200 meters apart, then it'd still be the same. You know, 51, 50 to the other. If it's 100 customers, if it's 200 customers, then it would be 100 to each one. So to get the most number of customers, you kind of need to be Spread further apart from all the other ice cream stands. So, the very first ice cream stand on the beach, in theory, would get all of the customers on the beach. Once a second one comes down, though, they'll take the customers that are nearest to them. So, if you go and locate yourself in one corner and someone just goes and pushes themselves 200 meters, 100 meters away from you, they get that whole stretch of beach that's on the other side. So, it can vary quite dramatically how many customers you can get. There's an advantage of coming later, entering later, because you can see where other Um, Stands are located, but there's also a disadvantage that you lose the tiebreaker because if there's a tiebreaker for the number of customers, whoever entered first will win that. And also entering late means you might not have very good locations left to select. So it's a bit of a trade-off between entering early and entering late. And I try to do that with my challenges so that, you know, have all people rushing to enter right at the end or pushing the end right at the very beginning. Uh, Okay, so hopefully that explains what the contest is all about, the challenge is all about. Now onto this spreadsheet and what this spreadsheet here, this model, generates the number of customers. Essentially, that's all it does. And you can see up here, these are the important numbers, the minimum and the maximum. And this is what we call a basic minimum. So this is based on having just one ice cream stand on the beach. If there's two ice cream stands, then we add an extra 10%, I think it is in the case of this, number of customers. So, assumedly, people go to the beach, um, they like they want ice cream at some point because it it's very hot, right? So if you've got lots of ice cream stands, people will be more attracted to go to your beach. So we assume for this um, challenge that there's a 10 percent increase in the number of customers for every ice cream stand added. So that again, you've got to kind of balance the way things out. So do you want to go to a beach that's got lots of ice cream stands because you have more customers, or do you want to go to a beach where you can possibly get all of the beaches' customers because there's not many ice cream stands there? So. Adds another element to the game. So I'm going to do now is I'm going to generate the number of customers uh, for each of the three beaches. It's very easy to do. I'm going to do it the usual way I've done for the other um, um, challenges so far. it be three clicks. So on the third one, that will be the final one. So I'll do the first two just to see if the model's working okay. Though it is a little bit hard to tell. But we'll get a general idea, though, if the numbers are completely out of whack, then we know there's something wrong. So let's do our first one. We go this is rather low so it's about high. still well clear of the uh, minimums we expect the 10 percent increase this is fairly high because we've got eight I't we've got eight um, stands here let's do another one yeah I reckon these all look fairly within reason all right so next one that will be the customers finalized for each beach and that will determine who has won this challenge. Here we go. Wow, North Beach has done incredibly well. All of them have done pretty high actually. Look at that, fantastic. Okay, now let's still take a look at our North, East, and West, let's see how we've done. I you can see here, we've got a three-way tie on 466 on the North Beach. we got a tie here at 279 on the East. And we have some much lower numbers. So the West Beach didn't quite work out so well. So our winners, Are going to come from the North Beach, and it's a three-way tie. So because of the three-way tie, the winner is actually determined by order of entry. So Emeka entered first, so a win entered second. Here is Ni Ni Ni. Who picked Ni? Oh, here we are. Happy four one one. Congratulations, you're second. And we have here at number eleven is Void. You've come third. So congratulations. Um, thanks for participating, guys. I'll have more information in the post itself.